Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, simply reach out, find the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And if you're into podcasts, yes, we have one of those. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight we are on the Tiny Stage being joined by singer-songwriter Hope Shanley. How you doing? I'm doing very well, John. Thank you for asking. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you here. So give yourself an introduction if you would. Yeah, so my name's Hope Shanley. Um, I'm from Rainham, Massachusetts, and I'm a country singer. Um, I actually started out in pop and R&B music and kind of, you know, navigated my way into finding out who I was as an artist. And, you know, for me, that was country. So yeah, we're just kind of rolling with that right now and just doing everything I can to make this a reality for me. And uh, the past couple of months have been very busy for you music-wise. There's been a bunch of singles. But before we get to that, share your online information if anybody wants to follow along tonight. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm probably biggest on Instagram at Hope Shanley Music. On Facebook, I'm also Hope Shanley. Twitter, Real Hope Shanley. And yeah, that's pretty much all that I use as of right now. And I've heard a bunch of different pronunciations of your last name, so spell it for us so we know exactly where to find you. It is S-H-A-N-L-E-Y, Shanley. Excellent. And uh, like I just mentioned, it's been a busy couple of months for you last year, especially you've been dropping singles left and right. What is available? Yes. So right now I have four country singles out, um, and then I do have one pop song and two Christmas songs that were also pop. Um, I like to mainly focus on the four country singles I have out right now. Um, you'll find it as Blood Runs Deeper, then you'll find Let You In, then you'll find Heart Wants, and then you'll find my latest single, Country Boys, in all caps, so you can't miss it. Fantastic. So are these eventually going to be part of a bigger project? I would like to think so. Um, I don't know about those individually being part of um, a separate project, but there will be a project in the future. Cool. And I understand, too, you're working with uh, local South Shore legend Sean McLaughlin on these. I am. It's been a hell of a time with him. We're working on something really, really great right now. I'm actually very most excited for this single out of all of them. So that's coming out soon. Awesome. Keep an eye on the socials for that. Before we hear the other uh, first song tonight, I understand, too, you had an interesting nickname growing up. <laughs> yes. People called me Hope Sings based off of my prior Instagram name when I used to post covers growing up, you know, in my early teen years. So it was kind of a tease, but now it's kind of funny. Cool. Well, let's hear some songs. What are we uh, starting off with? We got a couple of tracks we're going to be uh, kicking off the night with. So what's first? I think it's best to start off with Blood Run Seeper. Uh, that was my debut country single. It seems to be the biggest hit. So why don't we start with that? Let's hear it and then we'll talk about it. Hope Shanley on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Be up all night like me 
on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD her debut country single it's called Blood Runs Deeper talk about that song Hope how did that song happen? That's quite the story behind it I wrote this um, if I remember correctly in the airport when I was leaving uh, Myrtle Beach it was my first time there that's kind of when I had a heart-wrenching deciding factor that I was going to switch to country music and not only switch to country music but devote my life to music wholly and fully And so that also meant telling my mother that I wasn't going to college and that I was going to pursue music. And so for me personally, it wasn't a a light thing to handle. It was a big deal. And I only knew how to say it in a song. So I wrote the song to my mother and you'll find the first line saying, Mama, I don't want to go to college. And so that's turned into a really beautiful storyline. And Everyone knows me by Mama, I don't want to go to college now. So you can find the music video for that, too, and that'll kind of show you the storyline as well. But that is how I told my family I was going to pursue music and go against the typical path for education. What was the response to that? You know, a lot of people ask me that, and I, I honestly don't have a, <laughs> a short answer. It kind of took, like, the first time she heard it, it was like, 
oh, okay, like she kind of got it. And then, you know, like a month or two later, she would still didn't get it. And I had to like tell her again. And then she got it. But, you know, it was just a lot of conversation, a lot of trust and faith. And, you know, now we've come to a really beautiful spot with it where we're all on the same page here. So it's a good thing. I think it's this particular field, whether it's, you know, radio, whether it's TV, whether it's music, whether it's anything in the arts, kind of what a lot of people, I think, envision as the, you know, quote unquote, glamorous life. And it's really the only type of field where you can say you're going to go into it and somebody will say to you, what's your backup plan? Right. If you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor, a teacher, an accountant, nobody's going to say to you, what's your backup plan? I think it's just in the the arts field. Right. Is that something that relates to you, especially in, in that situation? Yeah, I, I get that. Well, I, I don't get it so much anymore. I think people are starting to kind of see some of my successes and, you know, find trust in that. For me, you know, obviously there's always a ladder to climb. But um, that was a question that I was getting a lot. And it did bother me a little bit because at first I had asked myself the same thing a lot. You know, what's your backup plan? I always had a backup plan. It's like putting doubt in your mind. Right. So I'm a very practical person. I like to really face reality. I don't like to be naive. You know what I mean? So obviously you have to think about a backup plan. But then I, I actually came across this really inspiring video and I ended up sending it to my mom too. And it was like, you can't have a backup plan. Don't let yourself have a backup plan because if you have a backup plan... Like you're not you're not fully devoting yourself to plan Absolutely. A. There's 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 no plan B. There's no plan B. This has to happen. You know. And a lot so, of people don't realize too that, especially you know, with music, is you can make a living and not be a star. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk about your earliest music memory. When did music first become part of your life? So I've been singing my whole life. I always tell everyone this story. I always go back to this memory because it's just the furthest back I can remember. But um, you know, I was always singing around the house and stuff, but. I remember being on the school bus when I, I must have been like eight years old, second or third grade, whatever that was. I think that was right around the time that Camp Rock was out. And there was this song that Demi Lovato was singing that was like really slow and sad. And I just remember like singing it and being like, I sing this really well. Like even at eight years old, I was like, this is like, this sounds really good. Like I loved, I really loved singing that song. I can't remember what it, what it was, but I remember being on the school bus and I was like singing it to myself and the girl next to me was like, oh my gosh, show the girl behind us, like, listen to her, listen to her. And so I was like, <laughs> facing behind me on the school bus, like, really shy, like my high school is singing this, like, camp rock song to some random girl. And she's like, you're really good. And yeah, I just laugh at that all the time now, because that's the furthest memory back I have of me singing. So when did it become more than just a hobby for you? It was always been part of my identity, I think. Everyone knew me as the singer, you know, but I started recording, I think, like two and a half years ago. So that's when, like, I kind of started to take it seriously. But even then, like, it still wasn't my entire life. Like, it was kind of still just a hobby. So I would say, like, when I really realized that I was, you know, going to be a country artist, that's when I really started taking it seriously. Once that realization hit you, how did that affect your life going forward? I mean, it it made things busier. It made things (laughs) more serious. My priorities changed. I like to believe that the people around me have seen that too. And yeah, I've gotten a lot of feedback being like, hope, like I, I really have noticed like you're really in your element. Like this really feels like you, you feel like people are kind of seeing that like, this is the most myself. This is for me. You know what I mean? That's a lot of the feedback that I've gotten. And, and I agree. I just feel like I've found my niche, you know, this is who I am. And that's just gone into a lot of different elements in my life aside from music as well. Very cool. 
Let's hear more of who you are. Let's do another track. What are we listening to next? We'll go for Heart Wants. That's a more melodic, uh, acoustic Let's hear this. I love this track. Hope Shanley on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. Shanley on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Give us that track name again, if you would. That was Heart Wants. How did that song happen? That song happened from Heartbreak. I was really down one day, and, you know, when I'm overwhelmed with emotion, I just, I write. That's how I write. That's why I write. It's a way for me to communicate my feelings and to also, you know, let things out. So I wrote that song on guitar, just like four chords, You know, I just really liked the sound of it, and I wanted to leave the song as simple as it was because I wanted to convey the, you know, the genuine feelings that I had put into that song. So then I texted my engineer. I was like, do you think that we could just, like, do something like however Zach Bryan does his stuff? Like, like how does he do that? Like, can we do something like that? And so I ended up just putting a mic to my guitar and we tried to do the vocals and the guitar all in one take but it wasn't working so we did one take on the guitar and then one take on vocals and didn't really even mix anything and put it out there i was gonna say it sounds very raw and like you said very emotional it sounds like it's one of those songs that really kind of paints a picture of you know your your feeling and your emotions at that exact moment yeah yeah absolutely so you mentioned that you started uh, as a a pop and r&b artist yes how has your songwriting and your sound evolved from those early R&B days to what we're hearing today? Yeah, it's it's evolved a lot. I had to 
retrain myself and also learn a lot of new things. And I'm really glad that I did because when I was doing pop and R&B, it's a whole different world. It's, you know, it's less structure, if you ask me. And my personal opinion, there's less meaning to most of it, at least the way that I was doing it. But that's also what I was kind of gathering from what I was listening to and trying to base it off of. So I found that when I was started doing country music, I had to learn how to properly structure my songs, which I did like did not. I didn't know how to write hooks before, really. Like I wasn't good at that. I wasn't good at breaking down the verses and bridges and choruses. You know what I mean? So I had to teach myself that. And now it actually makes songwriting so much easier for me, but also just opened like a huge door for me to being able to like feel like I had the freedom in songwriting to tell a story rather than just kind of saying somewhat random things. So when is a song actually ready to be shared live? Once all the mastering is done and I have the the artwork done for it, I kind of just pick a date that makes sense and then I start rolling it out and promoting it. Love it. Yeah. And the the, the, the people like the, that last song, the, the person who inspired that last song, do these people know songs are written about them? <laughs> so that one, yes. I did tell that person. And um, yeah, I, yeah, some of my other songs are about that person as well. <laughs> <laughs> so if they're listening tonight, yes, yeah, exactly, yes. <laughs> Hope Shanley is the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break of the night. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share live. I think we're going to hear a couple live songs, too, uh, in the next uh, few moments here. So stick around. It's the almost famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined in studio by Hope Shanley. How you doing? Doing fantastic, thank you. Anytime. So uh, give yourself another round of introductions, if you would. Yeah, sure. My name's Hope Shanley, and I'm a local country singer in Rainham, Massachusetts. I'm an independent artist, and I'm just, you know, making it day by day here. Love it. And uh, share your socials, the online information, any place we can find you online. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Hope Shanley Music. Shanley is S-H-A-N-L-E-Y. You can find me on Facebook under Hope Shanley. Um, you can find me on Twitter under Real Hope Shanley. And since you've made the transition to country music, there's a couple of singles out there as well. Talk about those. Yeah, so my number one single is Blood Runs Deeper. You can find that on any platform, as well as all of my other songs. Then you'll find Let You In. Under that, you'll find Heart Wants. And under that, you'll find Country Boys in all caps. And then the rest are a few poppy songs, but we can focus on the country for now. And speaking of Blood Runs Deeper, there is a great music video for that song that's out there as well. Talk about that. Yeah, so that should pop up as like the third link if you even just Google me, Hope Shanley. um, Or you can go right to YouTube and type in Hope Shanley Blood Runs Deeper under official music video. Cool. And was that filmed here locally? It was, yeah. Nice. Very cool. Go check it out. It's really cool. So we are um, up to our next song, and we've been doing tracks so far tonight, but we do have some uh, some live stuff to share as well. We've got the guitar in hand. So let's do something live. What are we listening to next? Uh, right now, I'm going to play She Got the Best Me by Luke Combs. All right. Very cool. We have Hope Shanley in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It is all yours. I 
Fantastic. Hope Shanley on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Luke Coombs tune. So talk about why that song is important to you. I think that was one of the songs I learned earliest on, on guitar. So it was easy, and I always loved that song, and it's upbeat. But, you know, it really makes me feel good. And, um, you know, I really love that line where he says, all that's left to me is beaten in this guitar, because, you know, that totally relates to me. But I've been, I've been playing this one for years. It's always been my favorite song to play. Um, just makes you feel good. You know? Very cool. Speaking of guitars, you, you were telling me off here that you've had a, a long history with guitars. Yeah, yeah. I've, you know, I've, I've had quite a few guitars over the years. People like to just kind of hand me them, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, so, yeah, I started off with a red acoustic guitar um, that I got at Rick's Music World in Rainham. That was love cool. that place. Yeah, I love that place. Rick is the man. Do, yeah, I used to do open mics there when I was younger with my ukulele. So I actually sold that red guitar. I probably saw you there. I was at a bunch of those. Yeah, probably years um, ago. Yeah, I, I decided guitar was too hard at you know 13 years old. So then I. Got a few ukuleles. I ended up getting like three or four. Probably still have a bunch of those. And now I have like three guitars, one electric, two acoustics, and one I think my sister has right now. <laughs> Very nice. Now's a good time to talk about influences. Who did you listen to growing up, and who are you listening to now? Growing up, you know, I was always listening to country radio. Anyone that was played on there, you know, I grew up Jake Owen, Florida Georgia Line, Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan. 
Um, and you're kind of in what the, what's known as the country part of Massachusetts, too. Yeah, you could say that. A lot that. of farmland out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, definitely the countryside of Massachusetts. But um, yeah, honestly, I don't have anyone specific. I just, I literally love every country artist. And so whatever's on the radio is good to me. But now... I listen to a lot of, you know, it, it's still really mixed for me. I go from pop country, new, not so much pop, but newer country to like really old country like Cash and Hank and stuff like that. And then sometimes I'll listen to, you know, classic rock and stuff. But um, I would say my favorites are Hardy, Johnny Cash, and... Well, you're wearing an Elvis t-shirt, so you gotta... I am wearing an Elvis t-shirt. King. I also have the same one of Johnny Cash's mugshot. Nice. Um, if you guys can't see me, obviously, but I'm wearing a, a, an Elvis Presley mugshot t-shirt, because it's just kind of awesome. But, um... <laughs> I mean, Elvis is a badass, so I mean, come on. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, and so is, so is Cash, so yes. I had to get both. Right. I mean, I, I'll listen to anyone, man. I really... But I really just like the amped up country, the country rock and stuff. That's that's my stuff. How about on the local scene? You listening to anybody locally? Locally... I will say Logan Michael is local. He, I think, moved to Nashville now and got signed, but he's out of, he grew up in Attleboro, I think. He's making it pretty big right now. Everyone seems to be listening to him. I like his music. What's a song you wish you had written? Oh, Lord. I say this all the time. There's so many. I would say Gunpowder and Lead. By Miranda? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Or, there's another one, but I just can't think of it right now. I'm just going to go with that. Cool. Any songs you wish were never written? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. I'm sure maybe, but I'd have to think <laughs> deeper on that. I, I could never be that mad at country music. So. <laughs> okay, so you're, you, you've got your Spotify playlist. There's nobody else in the car with you. And you put on that one song. doesn't have to be country. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. That's your ultimate guilty pleasure song that nobody knows you listen to because nobody's listening right now. Mm. What is that song? No, uh, I would I would have to say Redneck Woman, <laughs> Gretchen Wilson. <laughs> Somebody mentioned that uh, just very recently, I think, the entire Wicked soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Let's turn on the track. What are we listening to next? Let's go with Let You In. Cool. Let's hear this. We have Hope Shanley on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Pieces of the mess I made And I can't help but to think You made me this way I was just about ready to go all in But some things I guess just belong to
Shanley on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. The name of that song again is? Let You In. Cool. With the pick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Talk about that song. How did that song happen? Uh, so you can go ahead and relate that one to Heart Wants, if you will. I actually was inspired to write that song because of, like I said, Logan Michael. He, he was a local guy, um, country musician. And I was listening to his stuff. And, you know, he's, you know, he's really you know, starting to make it big now. And I was like, what is he doing that I'm not, that I can, you know, benefit, you know, like I want to learn to, cause I really, he had a lot of like sadder um, kind of songs. And I was like, you know, this is what people are loving. It's like the really like heart wrenching, like kind of country music. And I was like, I need to just like write something like sad and like a love song. You know what I mean? Inspired by the same guy. Yeah, kind of. So then I, <laughs> I went on beat stars and found like a sad country love song type melody or whatever. And I wrote that in probably 10 minutes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Do you find a lot of your songs are like that? They come out just kind of instantaneously? Yeah. It's hard for me to write if it's not like spur of the moment, you know? Otherwise, it'll take a really long time. And sometimes it does come out really nice. Like that song I just wrote with Sean, you know, we took a long time to write that, but that came out great. But the songs that I write, you know, usually just come right out. So speaking of which, when you're writing songs, is it easier to write a song uh, by yourself or is it easier to co-write? So I've actually only done one co-write and it was with Sean. All my life I've just been writing by myself. So I don't really know. I think that I would definitely really benefit from, you know, being in a room with other songwriters. But I think more naturally it happens faster and for me to do it by myself. And, you know, it's usually more genuine to me authentic so speaking of sean uh, talk about working in the studio the, the songs we've heard tonight have they all been done with sean no the song that i'm working on with sean this is actually my first single that i'm doing with session musicians and you know like a live band so this is my first like you know big production song the rest have been you know very easily produced not by live musicians so so talk about what, what's what's to come what, what's happening in the studio right now yeah so right now we're working on um i should be getting the mix back uh soon in a few weeks and i'm um, really excited for this song it's kind of you know it's a little country rock it's a little old country you know we had three musicians on it and it's just coming out really really awesome you know we started this demo probably like seven months ago or something like that maybe i'm exaggerating time but I, it's it's been a long time coming and so I'm most excited for this song. I think it's going to be a, a big step in the right direction for that real country sound. So walk us through the process. You've got the song kind of in your head. You take it to the studio. What happens next? So basically, he said, just come with something, anything. So I was like, cool. And um, I think I had been sending him 
some voice and memos and stuff, and stuff. Yeah, you know, and putting it in a vault for him to kind of go through. So originally, we were actually going to take Heart Wants and make it a fully produced song. But then I said, never mind, we're not going to do that. We're going to leave Heart Wants as it is. And I dug up this like chorus that I had written, I think a few years ago, uh, that had been in my voice memos. And so it literally was like four lines and like a couple chords. And then we ended up turning that song completely around. And instead of it being a sad heartbreak song, we turned it into a like the complete opposite. Um, So, you know, we were in the studio for probably like four or five hours, just co-writing, figuring out the songs and the chords. We did a demo for it. And then um, like six months later, here we are. And we just uh, had two separate sessions last week that took all day, like six, seven hours. And we banged it all out. So now I'm waiting for the mix and master and it should be all set. Fantastic. So what did you learn working in the studio with Sean that's going to make your next projects easier? I would say it was less of a learning experience, but more of a now I have resources. But it was really, really cool to, you know, work in that kind of environment because I'm not used to big studios like that. Um, I'm used to working in hip hop studios because there's no country studios around. (laughs) So then they have to work with me, especially in hip hop studios. So it was really nice to like feel like I was in the right environment with all the tools I needed. Um, and Sean's just the best. He, the he way really that, is. He's a good guy. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> so talented. Just the way that we did vocals was even a lot different than how I usually do them and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's just really, really cool, really exciting. And he's just, he's yeah, it's a work of art. <laughs> well, share your socials again if people want to uh, stay up to date with what you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Facebook at Hope Shanley. You can find me on Instagram at Hope Shanley Music. And on Twitter, I'm under Real Hope Shanley. And that is H-O-P-E for hope. And Shanley is S-H-A-N-L-E-Y. Cool. Let's hear more live music. What are we listening to next? Now I'm going to play Something in the Orange by Zephyr. Love this song so (laughs) much. This is like one of the best songs of the year, in my opinion. I agree. I think it's really great. Let's hear it. it. Hope Shanley, 95.9 WHD, live on the tiny stage. Oh 
again Something in the orange tells me you're never coming home I need to hear you say you've been waiting all night There's orange dancing in your eyes and bulb only trembles when you try to speak Take me back to us dancing this wood you scream To you I'm just a man To me all I am Where the hell am I supposed to go Posing myself again Something in the orange tells me All things around Grass, trees, and dew Hell, I just hate you Please turn those headlights around Please turn those headlights Very cool. Hope Shanley live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. So something when I was looking at your other interviews and some bio information about you, one subject that came up over and over again is your faith. Talk about how that is important to both, you know, your life and your music. Yeah. So I grew up in a small little white Christian church, non-denominational, and that is my family. I will live by that forever. All the people in that church, they raised me. I've been singing on the worship team with the band every Sunday for the last, I want to say, five years now. As soon as I was old enough to do it, I I got in there. So, yeah, I was raised a a Christian. It's my faith. It's my life. It's very important to me. It's who I am. It's what makes me who I am. And, you know, it goes into a lot of things. And, you know, most importantly, you know, those are the people that raised me and really shaped me and made me who I am today. So I'll, I'll always say that. We're actually um, moving buildings. We just actually sold the church. We're um, actually in the middle of construction in Taunton. We're actually making it a community center um, where oh, that's the cool. church is just going to kind of take place there on Sunday mornings, but it's going to be um, open to the public and use for a lot of other things that are hopefully beneficial for the city and for the homeless ministry and all that fun stuff. So hopefully in the future, once we're able to get in there, I'll be doing open mics there, but that's in the future. So yeah, everyone's welcome there as well as soon as we're in there. So does that mean that that Nashville is not in your future? Oh, no, it is. (laughs) But oh, actually, I want to tell you something funny about the church, though. So the name of our church is New Hope Christian Chapel. And so my name is partially after that. 
my mom says that she found hope kind of at the same time she was going to New Hope, ironically, and that was the same time that you know, she was pregnant with me. So we, you know, it's kind of funny because like, I'm kind of named after the church. I'm kind of just hope, but yeah. So I definitely identify with that too. But Nashville, yeah, Nashville is, I'm getting there, you know? Um, (laughs) Originally I wanted to just pack up my things and go and just figure it out. But Lord knows I didn't have the money for that. So um, we're, you know, we're waiting it out here while we can. And but also, too, like in Nashville, you're going to be a small fish in a big pond. Right. Here, you're a big fish in a small pond. Right. So I'm trying to, you know, build a foundation here first, then go over there. But, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to pace myself. And then my my voice coach, Mary Beth Bird, she, she's awesome. Um, she's on this season of American Idol. She's telling me, you know, one of the executive producers on American Idol was telling me, you know, you need to get to Nashville, Mary Beth, and you need to get there if you want anything to happen for you. So then she's telling me that too. And she's like, you need, you need to get to Nashville. We need to start making you connections and, you know, I'll find you roommates. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I don't know. I feel like the earliest I could get there would be next fall, but I don't, I don't think I'll be there that soon. (laughs) (laughs) Time will tell. Yeah. (laughs) We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Perfect. All right, we'll do, the, I'll do that uh, as a track uh, after the break here on 95.9 WATD, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, we're live on the Tiny Stage, being joined by Hope Shanley. I'm John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. And Hope, how are you doing tonight? Give yourself another introduction, if you would. I am doing very well, thank you. Uh, my name's Hope Shanley. I'm an independent country artist from Massachusetts. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of making it day by day. You can find me on Instagram under Hope Shanley Music. Or on Facebook under Hope Shanley. You can also find me on Twitter under Real Hope Shanley. And a couple of singles that are out there as well. Yes, I have four country singles out right now, and then three lingering pop songs from a while back. And then, oh, I forgot to mention, I do have a, a feature out with um, Archie from very long ago, back when I was doing pop music. But um, yeah, I got lots of stuff out on every platform you could think of. Um, I also have a music video out on YouTube. If you Google me, you'll find all my links. Very cool. So being a woman in a field that's mostly dominated by men, what challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them to become who you are today? I would say that being a woman has been very beneficial in a lot of ways, more than I think people would think, um, because, you know, it is it is hard to kind of stand out, I guess, when you're surrounded by men doing the same thing that you're doing. But, you know, it has been beneficial for me because I've I've stood out in that way. You know, I, I first started at the studio, you know, when they kind of first started out, too. I was the only female around. So everyone was using me for vocals on all their songs. So that was beneficial for me to make connections and for people to get to know me. And then people also, you know, were just noticing me. And then, you know, I switched to country music. And it is tough because... Like, even me, I will say, like, I was never really super into female country artists, just, like, music-wise. Nothing against them, obviously, as people, but, like, I never really listened to that many female country artists, except for, like, you know, Carrie and Miranda. But now that I have become female country artists, I like to listen to them more and more. But, you know, it also is cool because I've always been inspired more by, like I said, I've mostly listened to male country artists, so it's like, 
I've taken a lot of inspiration from men, you know, I've taken a lot of intake and advice and inspiration from them as well. So it's definitely been just like a huge influence um, and something for me to learn too. Honestly, my style is more on like the male side, I feel like, if that makes any sense. It does. <laughs> so I've always like naturally leaned toward, and, and I'll even forget sometimes, I'll be like listening to a Jason Aldean song and being like, this is so great. Why? And I'll try to sound like that or do something like that. And then I'm like, I completely forget that I am not a man. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, well, obviously you can't do that like Jason Aldean because you're not a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I think it's just, it's influenced my style and whatnot. But honestly, everyone that I've worked with has been really great to me. And I, I thank God I haven't dealt with anything really unfair in this business quite yet. We have time for one more song before we close things down tonight. What are we uh, going to the top of the hour with? All right. So next we're going to be playing Country Boys. This is my latest single. It's very upbeat, so get ready for it. Cool. Before we play it, talk about it. How did the song happen? You know, this has always been like a thought in the back of my mind, listening to songs on the radio, being like, you know, because, you know, the standard male country artists, they're always writing like love songs and talking about being gentlemen and you know, all this sweet stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I've yet to meet one of these guys. <laughs> that, like, are real men writing these songs or are chicks writing them for them and then they're singing them? Like, I'm like, or is this just like real life and, you know, there really are some great Southern guys, like, you know? Um, so then it just kind of became like a funny thing. Like, where do the country boys go? Like, and it, so then I like tease like, oh, they're down an old dirt road getting lost where I can't find them. So it just made this this song kind of fun and just kind of being like, where are the good guys? And are these songs real? <laughs> you know, and again, I understand, too, there's a music video that's coming out fairly soon for this. Yes. So we're filming that in a few weeks. So that will be out hopefully in the next month or two. Excellent. Hope Shinley, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the tiny stage. Get home safely and best of luck with everything in the future. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Super excited for it. 95.9 WATD. One final time, the name of the song is? Country Boys. On WATD.
do the country boy.